broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo and I want to thank you for jumping on here with me tonight for just about the next 30 minutes or so. I believe that tonight's broadcast is going to be such a blessing. You know, last week uh, I started talking about the power of your words, you know, to create your future and just that words matter. Everything that you speak matters, right? And as a matter of fact, you know, I've heard it said, and I, and I really believe this if you think about it, that your life and where you are today is pretty much the sum total of all the words that you've been speaking. You know, a lot of people, they, they, don't, um, they don't speak well even about themselves, you know, let alone other people. And so anyway, that's not what you want to do. You want to start speaking and um, just... Um, speaking what the Word of God says about you. So I'm going to uh, just go ahead and dive in. I want to say welcome to the broadcast. I see you jumping on. And so we're going to go ahead and just get started. And I'm actually going to recap just a little bit about what we talked about, um, you know, last week. And then I'm going to dive in because it's got really a lot of good stuff for you guys. So talking about the power of words, again, they're everything. And I'm going to go quickly through the recap of last week so we can dive into uh, tonight's. Um, but, you know, thinking, believing, and speaking, they all go together, right? Hand in hand. You know that your words have power. Your words have power. The Lord, you know, was very clear about this. And death and life are in the power of the tongue. I'm going to kind of just go quick on this. But Proverbs 18:21 Death and life are in the power of the tongue, right? And they who indulge in it will eat the fruit thereof. What is the fruit? It's the results. So whatever it is that you're speaking, especially in abundance, right? The scripture says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is in your heart in abundance, that's what's going to come out of your mouth, whether it's blessing or cursing. That's why you want to make sure that you're listening to God's word, that you're feeding yourself and you're letting God's word take root in you. Okay, Matthew eleven twenty. I'm sorry, Mark eleven twenty three. Jesus said, truly, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes what he says, it will be done for him. The bottom line is, and, and Jesus, you know, he was very clear that whatever you speak, believing it, and you don't doubt it, that's what you're going to have. This is the word of God. We've got to pay attention to our words and not be careless. I can tell you, you know, when I first learned about the power of words, people around me used to get really upset. And so I always say, you know, uh, just, you know, when someone wants to hang out with me, and even for the first time, I'm thinking to myself, well, you, you know, watch your words, because a lot of times people speak death, they don't even know it or they speak sickness. They don't even realize what they're saying, but they believe what they're saying. Like, oh, my grandmother had this. Yeah, I'll probably get it too. And I've got to be quick to counter that and say, no, no, no. What are you saying? No, 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 no. So again, whatever you speak, when you believe it, you're going to have what you say, good or bad. So you've got to watch your words. So I mentioned Genesis 1-3, you know, where God said, right? You, you, we see in the beginning in Genesis where God said and God saw. God said and God saw. God said and God saw. And likewise, we say and we also see. 
This is really, really important. So, and I, I talked about blessing, blessing and cursing people with your mouth, even your own children, even your own family, right? We've got to watch the words. You know, the scripture is very clear that our words should be salt, right? They should be salt and light. We should be, you know, gentle and humble and edifying. You know, the Apostle Paul said so many times that what that everything he speaks is for the edification of the people. For And what's edification? It's for their building up, right? You never want to tear down with your words. You want to build up. Okay, so... Jesus said in Matthew 12, 37, by your words, you will be justified and by your words, you'll be condemned. So again, it's really important that, you know, you want to build good character. And I talked about this last week more in depth. You can go back, check it out, you know, but talking about how, how are you going to build good character? You're going to do it by how you carry yourself with your words. You know, I was reading, um, um, I'm trying to think if it was Colossians because yesterday I went through like Ephesians. Uh, today it was Colossians and it was just so good. Galatians, you know, so good listening to the audio and then reading. And I love reading at night before I go to bed. A lot of times I wake up with a scripture or a message. And yesterday I woke up with two of them, but I had another burning message in my heart yesterday that, that I wanted to bring to you. So, so I did that. But again, building character, you want to do that by you know, putting away talk, filthy language, you know, that was the old man. I used to do it too back in the day. Guilty, right? I was, but I'll tell you, now it like, you know, my spirit like, oh, but you, I can't get upset because people in the world, it's what they do. They don't, they don't know, right? We've got to be lights. We can't be judging the world. And actually the Bible says, don't judge the world. Be lights to the world. We are to judge, however, people that say that they're Christians, you know, and when I, and I don't mean judge like coming down on them and slandering them and false teacher and all that kind of stuff, but it's going to them in love. Now, if they don't want to listen, different story. I'm just saying, you know, talking about uh, people that you know and that kind of thing. All right. Romans 10, 19. You know, I talked about if someone bad mouths you, right? Do you retaliate? No, live so that no one else believes them and just get out of the way. Romans 10, 19 says, Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave the way open for God's wrath. <laughs> for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. That's Romans. That's New Testament. That's Romans 10, 19. You know, that to me means that God will show that person the error of their ways. He will show them. They'll be convicted. Okay. You want to keep your mouth in line with God's word, right? And you got to find out what he promised, you know, what his promises are, right? And it says, the word says that they're yes and amen. So you've got to learn to, when you see a scripture, for example, there is um, a prayer where, you know, Paul was praying for, I believe it was the Colossian church. And I thought, this is so good. I'm going to start praying this way as well, you know, for people. And then in Ephesians, he prayed, you know, I hope, you know, um, it's my prayer that you would know, you know, the depth, the width, you know, all this stuff of the love of Christ, right? The fullness of Christ. It's so good to read scripture and pray that way. You can insert your own name in scripture or you can insert the name of someone that you love. Maybe that you're praying for them. It's good to pray 
for others. It's good to pray for your family, you know? Okay. Learning the Word of God, it's going to be the best investment that you ever make because when that Word gets in you and takes root, you will be immovable and unshakable. And I tell you the truth, you know, I've not arrived by all means. I still get discouraged, you know. Um, sometimes, you know, words can hurt. Persecution hurts. But here's the deal. If you are going to do anything for the Lord Jesus Christ on this earth to bring honor to him and you want to be that vessel of honor you got to be yielded to the Holy Spirit and the Bible promises Jesus said you will have persecution you'll have honor from God but it's not going to come without persecution and I remember back in 2009 the Lord told me you better learn to develop a thick skin People are going to come against you. People are going to accuse you, you know, of false teachings of this, of that. But guess what? I love what Andrew Womack says. He says, don't wake me up. I'm sleeping good. You know what I mean? Because you can't please everybody. But our job is to bring the word of truth, right? Rightly dividing the word the best you can. And that's letting the Holy Spirit live through you. And we're always growing. And the Holy Spirit is always teaching and learning. And everyone's going to start somewhere. So you start with what you have, but don't be afraid to get out there, you know, and, and just start helping people because people are going to, you know what I thought of today? I almost wasn't going to go there and, you know, I'm only going to take a minute to say this, but I really, really liked Michael Jackson and I thought he was a wonderful entertainer, but I personally believe he was a wonderful person. And listen, don't, you know, whatever. If you want to comment and say, no, child molester, this, that, the other, whatever. But I'm saying this because, you know, I can only imagine with all the controversy and the people throwing lies and accusations and junk at him. And all he ever wanted to do was just, you never saw him like raise his voice and, and slander anybody. He just, he didn't do it. He was gentle. He was humble. He was generous. He loved people and he loved children. And, and I just personally believe he was totally misunderstood and whatever. You may have your own opinion about that. But the whole point is the slander, the slander, you know, and, and, the, and the words and the, the just, uh, and even, you know what, as Christians, we're not supposed to be that way. And I'll tell you, my heart just, mm, you know, like, mm, that it just bothers me, but I can't let it. I have to stay in my lane and go forward. My calling is to help the multitudes to live in victory, to spread the good news, to be a light in the dark places, and help the multitudes to live in victory through healing, healing, healing. Spiritual, emotional, physical. That's my assignment. And when you know what your assignment is, you've got to focus like a laser and don't let anybody throw you. Okay. I'm off my rant there. <laughs> I just needed to say that. Okay, so you never want to spend time talking about what you don't want. Speak the word. If you're experiencing a circumstance, you know, um, and something comes up against you and you just got to deal with it, like the insurance company, you know, I forget if it was last week or the week before, but the guy just wasn't right. And I felt, you know, my, my you know, my son was getting angry. I was getting angry. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is not proper, you know, but we have to deal with things. And, you know, 
you have to ask the Lord for wisdom. So before I even handled the rest of that situation, I thought, no, I'm going to have my breakfast, collect my thoughts. Lord, show me what's your wisdom on this. What should I do? And then let peace rule in your heart. Holy Spirit, what is it? And when you feel like you've got the direction, check your peace meter, right? Colossians 3.15, let peace be your umpire in the decisions, you know, that you have to make. Okay, so you want to let your words be wholesome and pure and good, right? That's the way that you're going to see your words manifesting into what you want to see. Words have power. Again, you can curse one plant. They've done studies on this and you can bless another. You can curse, you know, a dog or a cat and you can speak blessing and health and love to another one. And you know what? Even human beings, right? It's, it's that your words, there's, there's a, um, what they call like a frequency behind that. Your words, they give life to things. You know, remember when Jesus said that, that if the people didn't cry out to him, I think when they were saying like, Hosanna, Hosanna, right? He said, if they didn't do that, the very rocks would cry out. Whoa, that's powerful, right? Every living thing, right? God created rocks. So, you know, believe it or not, you, you know, it's like, it looks, you know, an inanimate object, but Jesus said the rocks would cry out. So, you know what? The heavens declare the glory of God. Anyway, okay, so you want to make sure that you keep a guard over your mouth when you're reading scripture and you find a promise, right? Long life, you know, put your, put your, with long life, I will satisfy you. Put your name in there. Thank you, Lord, that with long life, you will satisfy me, right? And then you can help, say, a loved one who might be experiencing something, you know, mom, grandma, whoever, aunt, you know, here's the scripture, declare this, put your name in it, trust the Lord, trust the Lord. Oh my gosh. Okay. Words are seeds. And we talked about this. Mark 4.14 says that the sower sows the word, right? Like a, like a farmer plants seeds while a farmer sows the word of God. He's, you know, spreading the word of God and some are going to receive it. Some aren't. I did a, um, a teaching on, um, well, one of the broadcasts, I talked about that, you know, the parable of the sower, and it was really powerful. You know how some fall on the thorny ground, the rocky ground, the, the good ground, right? And so, and what they produce, you've got to let the word of God get in you. Remember at first, it's like a tiny little mustard seed, which is the smallest of all the plants. But once it takes root, whoa, it grows into this huge plant that, that now, you know, the other, like the birds and stuff, they can make their nests in it. It becomes the largest of all the plant. It's just amazing. So, okay. Joshua 1.8, right? How did Joshua become successful? The Lord said, meditate on my word day and night, and you'll make your way prosperous. God's not going to do it for you, but he's going to show you how, right? The Lord gives you the ability to you know, to get wealth and to be successful. And not that, you know, it's just money that makes you successful. Absolutely not. There's many people out there that have money and they are just in poor health and they're miserable and they're not nice and they don't know the Lord and it's not, a, it's not good, right? They need Jesus. And, you know, but I'm saying the Lord is the one that gives you the ability. I'll tell you, the more I listen to the word and I listen to what, 
the apostle and Paul, you know, and the apostles went through and how people lied about them and made false accusations. And poor Stephen, I mean, that the young Stephen that got stoned, people, they came against him and they lied about him and they did all these false accusations and he ended up getting stoned. Like, it was just, it was awful. So in, in any event, the more you listen to the word, the more revelation, the more revealed knowledge that God's going to give you about, you know, it, it, you know what it is? It becomes real life. It's not just words in a book. It's the Bible is a living, breathing book. And it's like layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of revealed knowledge. And it's never ending. And when we get up there, we're going to be learning even more and more and more. Right. But the point is, is that the more time you spend, you know, in God's word or listening on audio, the Lord just, I mean, especially on audio because, well, not necessarily. I mean, for me, I love to listen, but I also love to read. It just depends if you're visual, if you're, you know, more auditory. I love both, but I feel like when I'm listening, it, it's it, because you hear all the sound effects and the drama and everything. It's like I can, I'm seeing pictures and it's coming alive to me. And sometimes I find myself getting overwhelmed to tears about what they went through. And I'm like, oh Lord, you know, and the Lord shows me like, if you, you know, you really want this, it's gonna cost you. It's gonna cost you. It's gonna cost you people calling you false, you know, teacher and, you know, people lying on you and all kinds of stuff. A lot of religious spirits out there and people in the world that, whatever. But so I'm just letting you know this because you who are on the broadcast, I know that many of you are called to, um, to go out there and we're all called to be lights for the Lord. But if you're really going to be that vessel of honor, bringing truth, you're going to have to be bold. So you're going to have to ask for boldness and then believe, you know, the Holy spirit will give it to you and you have to step out and you just got to know, you know, my, I, I felt I was talking with my husband tonight before I came on the broadcast and well, actually it was, I, get, I usually get up here about seven o'clock and just start praying in the spirit for uh, until it's time to go live. But around six 30, when I put dinner, you know, out for him, I had, you know, I asked him to pray over me and he always does. It was wonderful. And, you know, I was just talking to him a little bit and just, and he's like, what, you know, what is it, babe? And I said, no, you know, I'm listening to the word and, I just got like emotional, like overwhelmed about what the Apostle Paul went through in his heart, you know, trying to write these letters to, not trying, he did, writing the letters to the churches and all the persecution and the beatings and the stonings and the, 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 the shipwrecks and the, you know, all the stuff that came against him. Now, yes, I know, I just, somebody's saying, yeah, but look at what he did to the Christians before that. I know. I know, and believe me, I know he was sorry for all that, but he received forgiveness. That's the goodness of our Lord, right? We all deserve death, you know, until we put our faith in Jesus. And it's only by the grace of God that he saved us and he changed us. And now we can go forward in the earth and be, you know, his vessels of honor and let him move through us. And I'm telling you, Oh man, the more you step out and the more you saturate yourself with the word of God. Listen, I'm not saying that books aren't good. I've got, you know, plenty of books too that I read for a long time. And now the Lord's telling me, no, 
No more books, only my word. Because when I come to teach or to speak or to do live events about healing, it's gotta be solely from the word, not from other people's opinions. It's okay, you know, to give revelation on things that God has shown me, but it's gotta be according to the word of God. Mm. If there's one thing I learned from Smith Wigglesworth, don't give your opinion. You can say things that have happened to you, but speak from the word, speak from the word. Okay, so, wow, you have the power to speak life and death over everything because the Lord gave you. Luke ten nineteen. Jesus said, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. And I'm going to tell you, there's an awesome scripture. And yesterday when I was listening to the audio, Ephesians six sixteen, and I was, I rewinded it. Oh my gosh, just to hear that one sentence. I must have rewound it like nine times because, you know, as I was listening, it jumped at me and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to hear that again. 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 I wanted it to, to get in me so I would remember it, you know, and it, Ephesians six sixteen it says that you take up the shield of faith. He's talking about putting on the whole armor of God, right? But this one thing mm, jumped at me. He said, you take up your shield of faith in which you will be able to extinguish every fiery dart of the enemy, of the devil. Mm. Ephesians 6.16, boy, that just got me Woo! <laughs> fired up, right? Jesus said, I have given you, right? I love it. But then Ephesians 6.16, take up that shield of faith with which you will be able to put out, to extinguish, to stop every fiery dart of the enemy, every arrow that he flings against you. You take up that shield of faith. You know, I think of Wonder Woman with the bracelet. Shield of faith with the big J on it for Jesus. Ooh. Okay, I just got really excited there. I just preached myself happy there. Mm. Okay, <laughs> so, all right, let me go on. I need to get to part two, and that's what I'm going to do right now. All right. Well, I've got ugh, a few minutes left, right? All right. So we want to talk about, shoot, if we stopped right there, that's what you needed to hear tonight. I mean, that was just awesome. Luke 10, 19, Jesus has given you authority over all the power of the enemy. How? Because the Holy Spirit lives in you. You take up that shield of faith, Holy Ghost, wisdom, boom. Mm, I just love it so much. So... Faith words versus fear words. This is so important. So I'm going to try to get through as much as I can here quickly, <laughs> quickly. So fear words, right? Words of fear. And, and fear is a spirit, by the way. Read it. I think it's in, um, I should know this, Timothy. Just, just fear is a spirit, right? And you got to test the spirits. But when, when you're speaking words of fear, what that is, is you are, you're, you're speaking doubt and unbelief. That's what you're going to have. And you give the enemy an inroad for his thing, you know, to come to pass, for his plans to come to pass in your life, right? The last thing you ever want to do is be like, oh, you know, yeah, I'll probably have, you know, a car wreck or yeah, you know, so-and-so had cancer. I'll probably, no, absolutely not. Watch the words that you're speaking. If you feel fear, take up that shield of faith and say, no, I will not have this. I have authority. Jesus gave it to me. This is how you, mm, you fight. 
If you've experienced any kind of sickness, right, the devil is going to suggest to you that you're not going to get well. And you got to watch what you come into agreement with, right? If God made you a promise and you're standing on it, you stand. You know, I love what Andrew Womack says, whether you live or die, you win. You're going to go and be with the Lord, period, right? If Jesus is your Lord, however, he's given you authority to command and to mm, that shield of faith. You speak and you take up that shield of faith. And I'm telling you, the Bible, the word of God says, I'm not yelling at you. You know, I'm just very passionate. The word of God says, you take up that shield of faith. You stand, you stand like a soldier in God's army. You stand on that faith. And, and you, and the, and the word says, you will be able to quench, extinguish, stop, put out, every fiery dart, every flaming arrow that comes at you from the enemy. Again, use your authority with your words and then stand, take up that shield of faith. So when those thoughts come to the contrary to try to get you to move and get into agreement with the enemy, you say, "Uh uh-uh, I am standing. I got my shield of faith. No devil, you go back to hell. You will not You are not going to succeed here. You do not come into agreement with the enemy. Okay. And remember, the devil's the father of lies. He's the father of lies. And I've always said, even in speaking, so that's why you never want to lie. Because then who's your daddy? Right? Just saying. Mm. So God's word, 1 Peter 5, 8, reminds us, right? Be sober and vigilant because your adversary, the devil, roams around like He's a perpetrator, but like a roaring lion seeking somebody to devour. Don't let it be you. Don't let it be you. Mm. No, no, can't have you. Just, I've said it already a million times, but just remember that the enemy, the devil, the adversary has zero, zero authority over you. You give him. And here's the thing. If you get into agreement with him, He's using your authority against you. No, don't let him. Do not let him. Okay. Okay. The story of the fig tree. I love it. Boy, a lot of hearts are flying. You guys are really getting this. I'll tell you. I just start and the Lord like, bring it, you know? So God is so, so good. You know, I always think about the fig tree. Let that be your reminder of what happened. Jesus came on that thing and that thing didn't have any any fruit, any figs, and Jesus was hungry. He cursed that thing, that thing dried up at the roots immediately. They didn't see the manifestation of it until the next morning when they walked by, or maybe, I don't know however long it was, but it says in the morning, it could have been 12 hours, it could have been whatever, 24 hours. But the point is immediately when the Lord spoke, that thing, started to dry up and die. And that's what happens when you and I speak against sickness or, you know, whatever. I've talked about if you are a believer and you have come into agreement with the enemy, repent for that. Repent for having come into agreement with the enemy, you know, regarding sickness and every, and being in agreement with every spirit that opposes Jesus Christ, the word of God. And then Bam! Speak to that sickness. And guess what? Jesus, with the fig tree, he spoke to it and immediately, immediately, that thing started to dry up at the roots. And Jesus said, oh, I've got to, I've just, okay, I've got to quote this. I love 
Jesus said to the disciples after that, he said, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, you will be able to do what I did to this tree and even more. What? Jesus said that. If you, if he said, I tell you the truth. Jesus never lied. That means pay attention. Pay attention. He said, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, you will be able to do what I did to this fig tree and even more. And you'll be able to say to this mountain, go fall into the sea. Well, that's like saying to cancer, go back to hell in Jesus' name. Mm, I curse the seed and the root of every cancer cell in your body. And I command them to die in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I command you to be made whole in the name of Jesus. And then take up your shield of faith and stand firm. Stand firm in Jesus' name. And Jesus said, if you have faith, it will happen. Take up that shield of faith, Ephesians 6.16. I think that you should, you know, many of you, maybe all of us, right? We need to print out that scripture and put it right where you can see it every day. So good. He said, and Jesus concluded that statement saying, if you believe, you will receive anything, right, that you ask for in prayer. And it's obviously, it's got to be the will of God. But if you're praying the word, that's God's will. All right. You know what? We're totally out of time. We're out of time. But just remember, Hebrews eleven six says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. It says, for he that comes to God must believe that he is, right, that he exists, and that he, God, is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Think about this. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek them. So if he seek him. So if you're getting into the word, you know, every day and you're letting it take root in you, you are seeking him diligently. He's a rewarder of that. He's going to work mightily through you. I'm telling you, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He mm, he will use you mightily. Okay, well, we are out of time for tonight, but I just want to, you know, usually I will lead people to Christ. And if you haven't made Jesus the Lord of your life, you know, you can absolutely do that. Go back and, you know, even check out last week's video. Just go to the end of it. But I want to say a prayer over you tonight. I just want to bless you as we close tonight. And I also want to ask you to share this video um, on your page. Let's advance God's kingdom to get kingdom together. I always say that, but it's true, right? You don't know who's watching your stuff and whose life can be completely transformed just by one message. So make sure that you like this page if you haven't already. It's facebook.com forward slash Lisa Boldo and set notifications for, you know, when I go live. And I just, Father in Jesus name, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for the viewer watching right now. And I pray a special blessing over you and your loved ones, your family. I just come against sickness, disease. I curse sickness within your family and in Jesus mighty name I curse sickness on you and you know what you could repent right now say Lord I repent right now in the name of Jesus for having come into agreement with sickness 
and every spirit that opposes Jesus Christ and any spirit that opposes Jesus Christ. And right now, I curse sickness. I command any sickness or symptoms of sickness to die in your body right now. In Jesus' name, and I command you, be made whole. In Jesus' name. Right now, I'm seeing somebody with a wrist problem. Be made whole. In Jesus' name, I command your bones to come together strong. I curse any carpal tunnel right now in Jesus' name. I curse diabetes in Jesus' name. I command your pancreas to be made whole. And every cell of your body and your immune system to function perfectly and normally. I curse cancer. I curse the seed and the root of every cancer cell in your body and I command it to die in Jesus' name and I speak life to you and I declare that you will live and declare the mighty works of the Lord right now in Jesus' name. I come against addiction and mental disorders right now, schizophrenia in Jesus' name, emotional issues, every form of addiction be broken right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord, right now. I pray a, a blessing on your family. I speak God's love and peace and protection to just saturate you and overwhelm you and just overtake you and your family. I cover every one of you in the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I come against accidents right now and accidents over your children right now in Jesus' name. Right now, I release angels of protection over them right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I speak sweet sleep over you. Take up your shield of faith. I, you know, I woke up yesterday morning with the message on my heart, which was Isaiah 26, 3, where the Lord said, you know, well, this is what he said to me in the morning. And I know it's Isaiah 26, 3. He said, keep your thoughts on me. Keep your thoughts focused on me and I will keep you in perfect peace. That was the message the Lord literally spoke to me yesterday. And I was like, wow, Lord, wow, glory to God. So I say that to you tonight from the word of God. So we're a little bit over. So I love you. I bless you in Jesus. Leave a comment. Let me know, you know, how this message blessed you tonight and let me know. I want to see and, and hear of the healings that took place tonight in Jesus' name. I love you and I bless you. Don't forget, take up your shield of faith. You have authority over all the power of the enemy. Jesus said so. All right, I love you, I bless you, and I'll see you again soon. All right, bye-bye now.